talking racing on the Kilcoin Conversation. We have the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 coming to town late August, fifth year for this event in the track in Madison, Illinois, which was gateway for a number of years, and then it went silent. And local race fans wonder what you know what's going to happen to this track just across the river. Great views of downtown St. Louis, and along came Curtis Francois local businessman, very successful businessman, who had been a race car driver himself and started the slow climb to get Gateway back to being a legitimate racetrack and eventually got the Indy cars to come back, and this will be the fifth year for the Indy race in the shadows of St. Louis. And myself, I love the Indy cars. It was Cart back in the day. Remember, it was Cart, then Champ. Uh, my dad would take us to Elkhart Lake, outside of Milwaukee, sometimes the Milwaukee Mile. As a kid, you'd watch the Indy 500. I remember Gordon Johncock and Johnny Rutherford and all these great names. But it's exciting to have this event in St. Louis. It's one of those things that's become a staple on the St. Louis sports calendar. Kudos to John Bomarito, Chuck Wallace, everybody with Bomarito, and also Curtis Francois, Chris Blair, the people at the racetrack who year-round put the time in to make this a thing, And in this conversation, we're talking to Scott Dixon, who has an interesting resume, which I always talk about. Born in Australia, but he's actually a New Zealander. Parents are from New Zealand, moved to Australia for a little bit, came back. His parents were dirt track race car drivers. So he grew up in the sport, moved to the U.S., and has had great success. A uh, points champion in 2003, and then again in 2020. That's a huge gap. But he's done it a total of six times. Six-time points champion at the IndyCar circuit. Scott Dixon is our guest on the Kilcoin Conversation. Grew up down under that way. In fact, I asked him about people lumping Australia and New Zealand sort of into one. Uh, that's part of the conversation. It is presented by our good friends at Marie de Villa Senior Living. In fact, Fred Wiesahan, who runs Marie de Villa, sent me a photo. He and his wife, Mary Kay, having a birthday cigar. Fred turned 65 the other day. Birthday greetings to Fred Wiesahan from Marie de Villa Senior Living. It is premier senior living, whether it's Villa Estates, assisted living. Get online, take a tour at mariedevilla.com. For many years, the home for Red Shandings, and he was on the board there, a guiding force at Marie de Villa. Also, appliance discounters. It's real simple. You want to get an appliance, you don't want to wait months. You're thinking, I want that appliance. It looks good. Let's get it. How about waiting a couple of days instead? That's what Appliance Discounters is all about. In addition to having the great GE products, they have the GE rebate. So General Electric merchandise delivered quickly to you. That's what Appliance Discounters is all about. Don't wait months. Have it delivered within days. TheApplianceddiscounters.com. Stop by any of their area locations. And I love the fact they do the price checking around town. They'll go to the big box stores and make sure their price is lower. Their savings are your savings. It's that simple. Also, Triad Bank soon. That's second location. I've been talking about it. Full details coming your way soon. Triad Bank, a St. Louis success story, started here in 2005. Your neighborhood friendly bank, that is Triad Bank on Clayton Road in Frontenac. And get more information at triadbanking.com, especially small business owners. Make sure you're talking to Jim Regna. CEO at Triad Bank and make sure you can do the most you can for your business by checking in with them. Reverse that sentence. You know what I'm saying. 
small business owners, make sure you're talking to Triad Bank. And don't forget, B&G Tuck Pointing, the best in the bricks. So if you have a brick home, garage, chimney, need that mortar repair, maybe there's some waterproofing, foundation repair. They do all of that. They are the best in the bricks. I've used them myself. BG tuckpointing.com get a free estimate at 314-363-0525 363-0525 ask for rich galati he's the owner his daughters are bella and gabby that's b and g bg tuckpointing.com let's talk a little racing with scott dixon who has 51 career wins third all time only people ahead of him aj foyt and mario andretti Scott, when you were, we were a kid, young kid, starting to drive, and then I tell you years later you're going to be in the company of A.J. Foyt and Mario Andretti, what would you have said then? Uh, probably would have said you're a bit crazy. You know, it's uh, it's definitely been a, a crazy journey, I think, coming from a little country like New Zealand. And, and uh, you know, I remember watching uh, Michael and Mario. I actually got to race against, you know, Michael a little bit and the answers. You know, it's it's been uh, it's been a, a wild ride. And, you know, ex- exceptionally happy of being able to, to say I've been with Chip Ganassi Racing for 20 years. It's 20th season, so uh, looking forward to that. How much did mom and dad influence you? They're both dirt track, right? Yeah, Dad raced a bit of everything, you know, whether it was rally cars to circuit racing. Um, you know, my earliest memories are when they owned a, a track in Australia in Townsville, uh, and my mum would do some of the races there as well. Uh, and then moving back to New Zealand was, was when I first got my, you know, taste of, of racing go-karts, and that's when, uh, you know, went and watched my cousins race and then and then uh, started myself. So it's it was definitely a, a family atmosphere for sure that we do every weekend and, and still to this day, you know, some of the happiest memories I have. Do you remember how young you were? Do you your earliest memory behind the wheel? I mean, how did you reach the pedal? Yeah, the earliest memory for me was actually riding a motorbike at, at probably around age four. Uh, and, and I only remember it because we used to clean behind the grandstands of, of the dirt track and, and it was actually finding a $50 note. And I, I, you know, I thought it was the most amazing thing ever and I was riding my bike but yeah i remember racing and going out the first time in a go-kart at the age of seven uh and just being overwhelmed of of the feeling you know the the you know the adrenaline building i didn't know what any of that was but but getting behind that machine and being able to drive it was incredible would you guys gather around and watch the indy 500 every year was that a thing at the house absolutely you know i think uh coming from new zealand you know the country is probably more european based so formula one was was a was a a big uh you know show and, and races that we used to watch on on most weekends the indy 500 was something that we always tuned in on you know it's still uh the largest one day sporting event in the world with almost 400,000 people uh and there's nothing quite like that event as such but uh yeah once i got into the 500 and understanding oval racing uh just you know pulled me into indycar racing and watching that now as a new zealander do you ever get tired we kind of lump australia new zealand you're like hey i'm from new zealand you're, like, you're from australia right does that ever annoy you no you know it's it's uh, i guess kind of a common mistake uh sometimes but yeah new zealand is a separate country from <laughs> australia it's kind of uh you know sort of south of australia but yeah it's um i, th- I feel like for us down there we especially when we're on a world stage and away from home um you know new zealanders and australians probably relate uh the most and feel quite close to each other but when you go back home it's uh it's an extreme rivalry between those two countries especially when it comes to sports i've only seen pictures but auckland to me looks like one of the coolest cities in the world 
you got to come uh, to New Zealand. It's not just Auckland, but uh, you know we we have uh, mountains, we have snow, we have deserts, we have you know amazing beaches. You know, uh, just the the even the difference between the North and the South Island is is out of this world. But uh, yeah, it's it's if you haven't done New Zealand, and once the pandemic's kind of finally finished, you got to get down there. So mom and dad were into racing. Obviously, was there ever anything else on your radar? Like, hey, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a lawyer. Was it always in your mind? Hey, I'm going to drive. I'm going to race. Uh, let's just say that I'm lucky that this uh, this course worked. <laughs> out um, but people you, hate this question because they say I didn't have a backup plan yeah yeah especially when you start so young right well, like a lot of uh, you know athletes or anybody in, in in some you know different industries you know you don't really have time to think much about it but uh, you know racing can be pretty fickle and it does change and funding is a big problem you know uh, and that's something you know we didn't have much money so we actually had to form a an investment group of about 13 or 14 uh, business people that actually helped fund me and then I was able to pay them back years later so it was uh, definitely an inter- interesting process of it but no uh, I'm glad this worked out I, I, I love technology you know so computers and, and then uh, graphics and design when I was at uh, high school was, was definitely uh, one that I loved as well and to be a series champion at such a young age and then to do it again Again, years later, are you proud of that sustainability? I mean, it's one thing to win a couple of times, but to do it six times and have it spread out nearly over two decades, I mean, that, that's a unique accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I think the first one in two thousand and three was just one of those. I didn't really know what it achieved. I was I was young. I was naive. You know, didn't really respect it. I think. And and uh, the best thing that happened to me was oh four and oh five season was just dreadful. And and I think it really sort of knocked home. You know, what I had achieved, what what it takes to do it. Uh, but you know, being with this team and seeing what they've been able to achieve. You know, over this period of time with I think fourteen championships and and many others in, in different categories. Uh, but it's a team effort. You know, it's never done by one person. And, and I'm lucky that uh, I get to work with the best in the business. And you've won a lot. You won at Indy in 2008. How much do you want to add to that total at, at Indy, at the Brickyard? Yeah, Indy's been tough. I think I finished there second four times, you know, plus with, with many other, you know, great top fives. But um, I think we, we could have had the, the chance to have most laps led ever at Indianapolis 500 uh, this year, which would have uh, been a great stat. So we'll definitely keep working on that. But, yeah, once you win at Indy, you know, to be on a short list of less than 70 people, um, you know, to, to do it in, in, in the stadium that it is and the amount of people and the history is... You know, it changed my life. Um, but the problem is, it makes you want to win it just that much more. So, still fighting for number two at that place. And tell us about this track here in Madison, Illinois. People watch on TV and say, well, it's just a track. But it's there are different, right? People look at it and say, well, they're just going in a circle. Well, this is not exactly a circle either. No, and that's where the NTT IndyCar series is, is so cool, right? You've got such diversity. You've got street courses, road courses, short track oval, super speedways like the 500. And, uh, you know, St. Louis here is just, it's such a fun track. You know, it's its uh, its so on edge. You know, you never really have that time to relax. You know, Indy on the long street, you do a little bit. But here is just, it's kind of a bit of a bull ring. It's a short track, high banking, you know, you're getting 4 or 5G. You're out of breath a lot of the time because you can't really breathe when you're in that, that kind of loading. So I don't know. It's a, it's a track that provides great racing, and and uh, I guess the the only downside to it is that you know it took us so long to get back racing here. So uh, you know, kudos to to Barmerita Automotive Group. They've done a fantastic job in reviving this race and, and bringing it back to what it should be. And how aware of the fans can you be? I mean, you're going 200 miles an hour. It's hard, but are there moments where you 
in the pits or right before or after you catch a glimpse and kind of feel that energy? Yeah, definitely on, on pre-race. You know, I think when, when you see the fans, you know, filling the grandstands and you're doing driver intros, uh, you get occasionally in the lulls when there is a caution, you know, you, there'll be things that'll catch your eye. It's normally smells. You normally smell barbecues and, and, <laughs> and foods are, are, the, are the ones that kind of, you know, catch you first. But uh, yeah, and there's no better than celebrating a, in front of a bunch of people at the end of the race if you're lucky enough to win. You know, a lot of fans will go to a sporting event and say, well, I can't dump. I can't hit a home run, but I think because of video games, like well, I could probably race a car. It's a hell of a lot harder than it looks, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's like anything, right? It's like if you go to the Olympics and you think you can run 200 meters, and then you actually see somebody running 200 <laughs> meters at the Olympics. It's 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 a different class, right? It uh, you know I think it's that plus understanding the sport, understanding the speeds, you know what to do. And then the consequences, right? You know, uh, obviously the consequences are, are, are pretty bad. Um, you know, you could hit a wall here at 100 G, which, you know, you don't want to do that. You can break many bones and knock yourself out and any, you know, the list goes on. So it's uh, it's like anything. It comes down to the small details of the process and, and, and uh, you know, trying to trying to win is very difficult uh, against the, the group of people that we race. And I'll finish with this. Do you remember the first time being around either Mario or AJ and now that your name and your win totals is in their company, but do you remember the first few times you were around them and you're like, I'm, I'm in their company even? Yeah, it's weird, right? Because you watch these people on TV for so long and then when you're kind of racing against them or seeing them and competing against their team that they're involved with, you know, and, and uh, but honestly, uh, you know, once you start that conversation, you know, they're such great people. They're such uh, fantastic ambassadors of our sport. And I think for me, I'm just so lucky that, that we still get to see them at every race weekend. You know, these people are legends of the sport and uh, they're definitely characters, um, you know, especially those two, Mario and, and AJ. Uh, not too often you get them together, which is, which is, uh, uh, interesting as well but great people and and uh you know thankful for for what they were able to achieve and inspire a bunch of people a little something different we don't talk a lot of racing other than with our buddy kenny wallace but i'm excited about the things they've been able to do at worldwide technology raceway and making sure it's not just a blighted building that's what curtis francois was able to do and maybe nascar one day maybe not that far down the road maybe it'll actually happen for the st louis area i know there's been a lot of talk behind the scenes about that let's hope One day, maybe not too far down the road, we are talking NASCAR in our own backyard. And a little later this week, next week, some big names on the docket and some interesting stories. A guy named Dale Hansen, who's been a sports guy in Dallas for years, has been known to stir it up, drinking buddies with Jerry Jones, later fired by Jerry Jones as part of the Cowboys Radio Network. Uh, Dale's going to be a guest on the show. We're going to a number of different things, some of them outside the world of sports. So make sure you subscribe, download at Spotify, iTunes, get all of the segments at scoopswithdannymac.com, the great website run by the Cardinals broadcaster. But if you subscribe that way, everything is delivered directly to you. The Kilcoin Conversation, as always, presented by Triad Bank, great St. Louis-based bank since 2005. Marita Villa Senior Living at the corner of Clayton and Wideman Road, 60-acre, beautiful campus in West County. B&G Tuck Pointing, the best in the bricks. If you need tuck pointing, you need to call Rich Galati at 363-0525. 363-0525. That's a 314 phone number. And appliance discounters. All the showrooms around the St. Louis area or simply online at the Appliance Discounters. I'm Martin Kilcoin. We'll talk to you again soon.